0: dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, we celebrate the singular privilege of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the mother of the Word Incarnate, to go to heaven, body and soul, at the end of her life. This is a great grace among all the privileges that the Blessed Virgin Mary receives from the Lord God, and indeed every time we celebrate one of the virtues of the Holy Virgin, we celebrate the gifts and generosity of the Lord God himself. Because it is the Lord God who deigned that the Blessed Virgin Mary would be conceived without original sin, that too, is a singular privilege uh, of her coming to this world to be the fit tabernacle of the divine Son of God according to the flesh. And this particular, this particular solemnity also has good news for us, does it not? So first, let me consider, let me consider with you the epistle from Judith where it says, the Lord has blessed thee by his power, because by thee he has brought our enemies to naught. And is is that not true of the Blessed Virgin? It is through the Blessed Virgin Mary that Jesus brought our enemies to naught. They are powerless in the face of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Blessed Virgin Mary, when her name is invoked, frightens the devil and causes him to flee. And causes even the devil to acknowledge the greatness that the Lord God gave her, because she indeed is the mother of God. And then Judith continues, "It is the Lord who made heaven and earth, who has directed thee to the cutting off of the head of the prince of our enemies." Of course, in the book of Judith, this prince is the prince uh, is an actual uh, prince, an actual potentate that is as. Uh, been tricked into making a declaration against the people of Israel. And this prince was enticed by Judith, who, when she was sent to his room, found him asleep and dispatched him so that he was no longer able to carry out his wicked plans against the people of Israel. Is it not true that the Blessed Virgin Mary also cut off the head of the prince of our enemies, the spiritual prince of our enemies, Satan, by giving us the head incarnate Christ Jesus for us to follow? Is it not also true that the Blessed Virgin Mary was given the greeting by the archangel Gabriel while she was in her own chamber? And while she did not know man, received with great faith what the angel had to say. And also, is it not true that Mary did not spare her life? For she suffered with her son, as was predicted or prophesied by Simeon at the presentation of Jesus in the temple by Mary and Joseph. Indeed, she followed Jesus every step of the way of the cross. Her heart was indeed pierced by the sufferings of her Son, not just because of the sufferings of her Son, but the sufferings of humanity under the reign of sin and death, which caused our need for the Savior, her Son, Jesus Christ. And then we also hear, Thou art the glory of Jerusalem, thou art the the joy of Israel, Thou art the honor of our people. And we prayed this when we quoted the uh, apocalypse in the gradual for the Mass today. The Holy Mother of God personifies the Church in her holiness, personifies the Church in her life-giving capacity, personifies the Church as the agents of Jesus Christ, using the grace that he gives us through her hands for us also to reflect into the dark world. But the, and the feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin gives us great hope also. Unlike our first parents, Adam and Eve, who, coming into this world without original sin, chose against God and therefore caused us as a race to be beleaguered by sin our minds darkened, and our wills corrupted because of what they had done. But the Blessed Virgin Mary came into this world, and she says in the Gospel, my soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaid The church indeed is lowly as well, is she not? Lowly in the sense that we are holy by grace, but individually we are hardly like the Blessed Virgin. And yet the Lord God has chosen us in our lowliness to be his servants. In our first parents, we see how unbridled free will results in sin but mary shows us that we do not have to yield to our unbridled free will we can still follow the commands of the lord we can still choose as mary chose to follow the way of the lord god in bringing his son into the world and we can follow that way too we may not we may not all be mothers we may not all be priests We may not all be teachers, but each in his own way has the capacity to show Christ to the world. And the greatest news of all of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary is that she used her free will throughout her life in such a way that she remained sinless, that her choices were always holy. We can ask her intercession that our choices also may always be holy. The privilege that Mary receives is the privilege of being in heaven, body, and soul. That is singular to her until the end of the age. The privilege that is common to all humanity in which the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary gives us great hope is the fact that indeed, while Jesus, the eternal Son of God, seated at the right hand of the Father, is in heaven those who are purely human such as the blessed virgin mary such as we are invited also into heaven where the lord jesus indeed has prepared a place for us and he has made possible through mary's hands the grace by which we may be made worthy to reside there with him so this feast is for the glorification of God that he would do this to a human being. And it is also for the glorification of God that this promise is made to us who, although we came into this world with original sin, have had that sin removed by the miracle of baptism and are just as just as disposed as the Blessed Virgin Mary to do the will of God. This is our prayer. Jerusalem is our hope. Mary is our hope. For through her, we have the Savior of the world, our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.